here's the thing. Uh, for everybody listening, don't make the same mistake the Bengals just did in any facet of your life. People are going to get hurt. It's the hockey season. And if they want to make the deep run to the playoffs, they're going to need players. And Ben Hutton is a good defenseman that can help. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. I was very tempted to just put defense. What about the Jared Cook play on the sideline? And then Mason Crosby's 55-yard field goal or something like that. That was a good one. Come on, Austin, I've been saying this ever since Joe Burrow got injured. I just don't not I, I just do not see Harden putting in the same amount of effort uh, into each game. Yeah, I honestly believe that's why he hasn't won a championship yet. That's a perfect name. What you said, name brand players. Like, it's it's not the great value, target brand, toilet paper, or whatever. It's the Charmin Ultra Strong. Yeah, I I swear we didn't script that. Fultz is injured and he really hasn't lived up to the potential of being the number one overall pick when he was selected by the Sixers. Like you said, Obeskin, he's getting older. He hasn't been playing as well as I imagined. He's one of the greatest goal scorers, scorers of all time, but he hasn't started off this season as hard as I hope. How is Joe Burrow going to get the ball to them if his butt is already on the ground when he finally decides who to throw to? I don't really think the Dodgers are going to make the World Series this year. I feel like they'll make it to the uh, NLCS. And then I want to talk about the Fernando Tatis extension because that really surprised me because he's so young. You see the Chiefs beefing up their O-line, um, and then you have the Buccaneers beefing up their defensive line. Ingrained in the life of Tom Brady and what winning actually looks like, I think will be a very good uh, move for uh, Bruce Arians and this Bucks organization. Hi, I'm Jeff Allen, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Outsiders Opinions. I'm Kevin, joined by my co-host Austin, who had predicted the two finalists for the Stanley Cup, but like Corey Perry, falls just short. I feel really bad for Corey Perry. He's, um, I think we looked it up. You sent it to me. He's the first player to lose three straight Stanley Cups with three different teams. Yeah, and it's very impressive that he even went to three straight with three different teams. The Stars weren't a team that was heavily favored to make it. The Canadians were one of the least favorite te- or the least favorite team to make the playoffs, and they obviously made it. And then this Lightning team, a lot of people counted them out. They thought they couldn't go to three straight championships. Obviously, they lost at the end. They didn't win the finals again, but they did make it, which was very impressive. Braden Point, though, being out, that really was the difference. Obviously, Nazem Kadri was able to come back, and with Braden Point out, uh, Tampa could not capitalize when it mattered their offense seemed to stall out they lost the last game 2-1 and maybe with Braden Point there they'd have been able to turn it around but they couldn't yeah they scored first um at home but the third period is where they didn't get they only like two shots on goal at the end and the avalanche just seemed to play incredibly fast and did great defense and played great defense which they had to if they wanted to win because this offense, even without Braden Point, was humming uh, the series in the Eastern Conference Finals. That offense was just amazing. And Colorado, surprisingly, I I didn't think they could win because they swept the Oilers. Um, they swept the Predators. I, I didn't think they had been tested enough, unlike the Tampa Bay Lightning, who fought really hard the past three years, and they fought really hard this year. Um, Because they faced the Rangers who did, who played really tough. 
And I think some key things are the avalanche power play. Whenever the Tampa Bay gave up a penalty, that power play just was unbearable. It was incredibly, it was humming. Um, I know I've said that twice in a minute, but that was, I think, one key part. And then the overtime games, I know we had talked about that. That Those both went Colorado's way. So I'm not sure if that's because they played fewer games or if Kadri just it was just a better play. What do you think? Yeah, and on that last uh, overtime game that they won, there was six men on the ice for the Avalanche, which really hurts. But again, calls are going both ways. People like to blame the refs on one side or the other, and I, I don't like to do that. But in 2020, Sam Coastless, except for one shift of the entire playoffs, they were able to win a championship last year was probably the best lightning team of the bunch because they were fully healthy basically. And they were primed to win again this year. Didn't have Braden point. And that obviously cost them offensively speaking uh, besides game three, they never scored more than three goals in the game while the avalanche had four, seven uh, in two of their games. So they obviously were able to score more. And then the overtime games stuff happens. One bounce can go one way or the other. Uh, I was really impressed by the way the Lightning fought through injuries. Chernak, Sorelli, Nick Paul. Corey Perry had a what looked like a terrible hit into the boards and then ended up playing and scoring in that game. I think that was game three. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great series. I'm happy uh, for Colorado, even though I don't like them as a team. Uh, it was their, their three for three in championships. Uh, they made it in 1996, 2001, and now this time, every time they made it to the finals, they've won. So they continue that stretch. Yeah, it was incredible with Colorado because we've I've picked them, I think, last year, maybe the year before that. Um, no, we hadn't done that. So it was definitely last year um, I had picked the Avalanche to win because they've had this um, pressure put on them with the young core of McKinnon, Landis Cog. Um, they lost uh, Grubauer. No. Yeah. Is it okay? Grubauer. Grubauer, okay, Grubauer. Grubauer went to Seattle. Seattle. Okay. I thought I was confusing him with um, the Florida goalie. Spencer that Knight. is also in Seattle. Oh, uh, not Spencer Knight. Uh, Drieger. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's who it is. I. I was, okay. So I got it right. Grubauer, who was a Vesna finalist that final year, and Kemper stepped up, and Kemper had definitely faced some tough um challenges this year especially in the playoffs he gets hit in the face one time um let's in he has a bad game when the avalanche scores six to two i believe that's game four um but he really rebounded stopping a lot of their shots when they did shoot but the defense for the avalanche was incredible and they show that with the con Smythe winner and that's kale mccarr who also won the norris trophy which um, hasn't been done in the same season. Uh, the only two guys, uh, one was Nicholas, Bobby Orr. Yeah, Nicholas then, from, yeah, Nicholas that Armstrong, one, yeah, that guy. So, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, it was a it was a great series, competitively speaking, except for the two games, two and three. Every other game was decided by uh, one goal. I I was impressed by the fight the Avalanche had too. You could tell that they definitely wanted to win it, and why wouldn't they? But four one-goal games, it made up for the NBA playoffs, which to me, they only had one overtime in total. 
the Stanley Cup had two in total, and the NBA playoffs, like I just said, had one. So that's double in just the final of the Stanley Cup. And then, obviously, four one-goal games. Every game was close besides those two, uh, two and three, where they split those. So I, I enjoyed the series. And then the Avalanche are going to look to repeat. It's going to be insanely hard, as we saw from the Lightning injuries happen. And that's really what can make or break a dynasty. And while I still think the Lightning are a dynasty, no matter what happened in this series, uh, not everyone thinks that way. Yeah, I agree. I think we already stayed there. Dynasty is especially making it this year. And who's to say that uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning won't be in the finals next year? Because um, you still have Vasilevsky. You still have um, Stamkos. You have Kucherov. You, I believe you still have Victor Hedman. Um, you have um, Point. I, I know I'm forgetting someone. I said Stamkos, Kucherov, Palat. Yeah, Palat. Um, they're, yeah, they're core of that team. I think Palat's a free agent, though. Let oh, Palat's a free agent. Okay. So, it's how do they rebound? Um, do they re-sign Corey Perry, who's on a one-year deal, or does another team sign him? I think he was signed to another, a two-year deal. Oh, two-year? Oh, okay. So, it's... They yeah, I'm pretty sure... Core. Okay, I'm checking right now. Palat is a free agent. He's a free agent now. Okay. So Corey Perry probably didn't come back. I'm pretty sure he signed a two-year deal with the Lightning. He did. So next year okay. he's back again, same salary. So and is Pat Maroon? Let me check Pat Maroon. But the thing is, that's impressed me so far. Is they have that main core. They lose like they had Blake Coleman when they beat the Stars. They had uh, Blake Coleman left last year, so. They just kept losing guys, but then they kept rebounding and finding deals to get players, and that kept them in it. So, so Pat Maroon's back the next two seasons, by the way. Okay. Next two seasons, okay. Pat Maroon's back. That's good. And then they still have some young players still. Yeah, Ross Colton is someone who comes and to mind as a younger Nick player. Paul. Yeah, Nick Paul, I wouldn't say is young, but he is not old, if okay. that makes sense. Yes. Like uh, Nick Paul's 26. I don't think 26 is young for NHL oh, yeah, it's standards. Not it's not yeah. old, though. It's it's it's, it's mid-level. You're, you're going into your prime. Yeah. Uh, with the Avalanche, you still have, you have McKinnon. Um, I believe they still have Kemper. You have, they signed Landis Cog last year, correct? Ye- was that? Yes, 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 yes. So th- I think they could still do it. And I think Tampa will still be tough to face in the playoffs. I'm not sure if they can make it to the finals, but I wouldn't put it against them because for the reasons I said, and then avalanche, I think they could do it. They could probably come back, but um, the West, I thought of the wild, but the wild, I know are going to have cap issues and maybe the avalanche go out and sign someone. But it'll be interesting to see what they do because of the players they lose. Um, just because that's what was so impressive with the Tampa Bay Lightning was the salary cap really pushes teams. It keeps dynasties from being formed because it's just so hard to pay all your guys that are important to that team. So you have to find new ways to win. And Tampa has shown that, but they couldn't pull it off this time. So it'll be interesting to see. And uh, what are your thoughts on Colorado? 
Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to keep up. It's it's a league where, like you mentioned, it's hard to have dynasties. But hockey is one of those weird things where it's really hard to win a championship. But anything can happen each season. So a team that's built just right, not necessarily with star players or whatnot, but just built right can win. And that's what like the Kings did in 2012 and 2014. They never had like one of the best players in the league. They just had great goaltending and had the team built to do. And I think obviously the Avalanche do. So if they bring back the right number of guys and injuries don't plague them like it has happened to other teams that try to go for a dynasty, then I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them back here again. Yeah, with the championship in hockey, I feel there's almost that's that it it's the sport where whoever has the most will gives them a better chance of winning. Like it almost oh, seems like teams will themselves. Like McKinnon, um, he had said it last year. He's like, I've been into even to a Western Conference Finals, and that they hadn't done that since 2002. They hadn't been in the finals since 2001, and it seems like he really pushed the team with Landis Cog who becomes the youngest captain, it seems like they really wanted this because they've come so close because they lost to the Stars in Game 7 in overtime to Kibaranta um, in that game. And then last year, did they lose in the second? They lost in the second round again to the Golden Knights. Correct? Are you talking about last year? Yeah, last year. Yes, yeah. They lost they, in they the second seem, round last year, yeah. and then the year before that, they lost to the Stars. Yeah, Kibaranta. And it just seemed like they were so close. Um, but now they got it. And I was like, I don't think they can do it this year. But they did. And it seemed like that desire for a championship seemed to out. That will outdueled the Lightning's will to get a three-peat. So. You got Yep. Yep. We'll see. Uh, do you want to do a quick... Uh, do you want to do a guess for next next year or? Sure, I'll go. Man, there's a lot of moves. Like if the Oilers can get a goaltender, if the Wild could work out the cap situation, if they also have maybe to sign Flurry. Yeah, or decide to go with another direction. We'll have to see. Maybe Florida, maybe Toronto finally gets over the hump, but because they make moves. But I wouldn't dare make a prediction of Toronto. I, I don't want to look that dumb. Uh, so I'll go. I'll go Wild Lightning. Ooh, interesting. I think I'm gonna go Rangers. Um, so I got the East and now West. I'm not gonna go Wild. Maybe Golden Knights. After completely missing the playoffs. Yeah, I think. And that would be year six. Uh, they, no. they haven't, they haven't re-signed. Or, okay. It's not year six. It's year five. I think. It's year five. Okay, 17, so 17 18, 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20, 20, 21, 21, 22. Oh, it is year six. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's year six. So uh, we'll see that. Have they signed a coach yet? Or did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They signed Bruce Cassidy. Oh, oh yes, I forgot. And then um, I know we haven't Sorry, done a video on coaching yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of moves to still be made. I don't know who the Bruins or another team is, oh, yeah. so we'll have to wait. We'll also do yeah, one I think for the, the NBA biggest, eventually. Yeah, and I think the biggest one for me was Barry Trot said he's going to take a, like a season off because Makes that's, sense. that would impact my coaching or my Stanley Cup. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, this isn't. Yeah, this one isn't well, taken yeah. all that serious. Well, yeah, this yeah. one is. We were wrong. I don't really care. Like we need to see the moves. But preseason, that that's the one. That's the one. And then obviously right before the playoffs. But the preseason one, I think, is even more important. Because that's right. like, if you get one of those right, like I felt really good having the Warriors in the final, even though I don't think I had the Warriors winning the finals in my preseason prediction. And I had the Nets going, which won zero games in the playoffs. So shows you how much I know. But at least I had the Warriors making it to the finals, which I was happy with. Yeah. Yeah. I think this kind of shows like what teams do we consider are like pushing for it. So we'll see what happens. That's all we got. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.